0: What's that? What's that? Let's take the great one. That's right, T A D A G R eighty one, kicking it. You know what I'm saying? With Michelle C and Candy Kisses TV. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. This is gonna be wild, man. We've been a while out up in this junk, man. I hope y'all ready. Oh yeah, I'm in the lab. I'll, I'll, I'll get it in every day. You know what I'm saying? Peace. It's the Jill of all trades, Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move.
1: she's cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV, everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy kisses, blown away. Candy
0: kisses, TV for tomorrow day. Yeah. Man, throw down all the
1: on that bitch.
0: Have you sound like candy Payne. Hi there, this is Kim Cole. And you are rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy Talon, baby. Michelle and Candy Kisses TV with my girl Michelle C. Gonna take a kind of Yo, what's up, bro? Man from the fifth floor in the ATL, chilling with Candy Kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV. with my whole girl Michelle? Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs>
1: your girl michelle c aka dj make a move the gillaball trades act like you know i'm back with another banger but before we get into this i'm gonna do the same thing i do each and every time you know i gotta threaten you a little bit subscribe now i'm gonna tell your mama act like she didn't raise you right and i'm so serious about that thing i'm gonna let my aquarius sisters tell you about it too i don't want to back nobody up no 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 Funky
0: enough, hell yeah!
1: <laughs> so we finna get into Let's it. Do it. Let's it. Do it. We got another dope talent in the lab today, doing comedy, y'all in these comedy streets. You know what I'm saying? In his acting bag, and his writing bag, his producing bag. Give it up for Curtis Take the great one! Pew, pew, yeah, pew, clap. clap it
0: up, clap it up. Never mind, my knuckles. What's happening?
1: <laughs> What's going? On? So you know he's finna get in your business a little bit. You know, right?
0: I can handle it a little bit.
1: So first things first When did you know that you wanted to get into the entertainment industry?
0: Yo, the first time I went on stage As a comedian I was in the sixth grade I did a comedy I did a comedy bit on At a talent show Just mocking all the teachers and roasting the principal They was cracking up, man They loved it So I I enjoyed it because everybody kept calling me Kurt the Comedian Kurt the Comedian, I thought that was dope So yeah, that was pretty much it That was it for me
1: So when you did your first, like, real stage, like, as an adult.
0: Well, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, After that episode in the sixth grade, life happened. So I lived all the way up until about a year and a half ago and said I'm about to do it again. So I got on stage again in April of 2021.
1: Okay, so you newbie like me now. I've been I've been behind the scenes in the game for some years, like almost ten years, but new to the stage. Like they were like, you should have been doing the kind I don't know about that, but we'll try it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, when did you know? Like when you got on the um, stage the first time? Because everybody's, in my opinion, I feel like everybody nervous. Do you ever get the little nerve itch, or it's this, you know?
0: You know what? I get nervous when I pull up to the venues, and I ain't going on stage for an hour, but I just pull up, or i nervous. Get nervous when um. I get on stage sometimes I forget stuff. Yeah. So that little stuff like that, but I, I didn't, I didn't get past the crowd. It's just more so trying to land my material than anything.
1: But what's your trick? Like, like how do you get? Cause you, how you I don't think I'm ever gonna get past the tr- crowd. Cause that's what I'm nervous about. Them niggas judging me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I was in the military for a very long time, yeah. and I would have to stand in front of thirty people and put out the work for the day,
1: okay. and I would have
0: you know, so that kind of got me accustomed to talking to people publicly, and okay. not being intimidated by a crowd.
1: Yeah, so you've been supervising this thing the whole your whole life.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Now you would think I would feel the same way because I'm an entrepreneur and I've been doing stuff for a long time, and I do speak in front, but I'm I'm speaking on topics that I know. You know, yeah. like comedy is just natural, but you know. When I'm speaking on topics, I know I ain't worried about the crowd because I'm like, <laughs> I know this shit right because I've been doing it for whatever years. When you're on comedy, it's, it's to, up to them to decide whether up they like you it or not. That's, that's the not. difference.
0: <laughs> yes. And there's definitely nervousness there. I get nervous because it's not so much about what you say, it's almost like how you say it. Right. You can say it one way, one night, and the crowd receives it, and a whole other crowd may require a different level of energy for that same scenario. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Man, I don't be, it's, it's It's different, but I, I'm learning just shit. Go up there and be you, so then That's that crack. way it don't mean...
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So when did you know that you was a good writer? Because I know as a comedian, you got to be a writer.
0: Because I used to write love letters when I was in high school and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh and I used to do that but I got a vivid imagination I got a vivid imagination and so I come up with a lot of weird shit but I come up with a lot of you know clever stuff okay. and I think a good writer is based upon your personal experiences so mm-hmm. being in the military my culture has a lot of everybody you know what I'm saying I have a I've got a lot of Cali some New yeah. Orleans some Texas some Detroit Miami Chicago I got some of all of that in my vernacular in my swag in my behavior because I've been Around these people, so when right. you bundle all of that up, it's like your life is your fabric creating travel. So everything you do in life is going to develop the fabric that is who you are. And if you got a wild enough life, you can have some crazy. You know, you can have some pretty unique points of view.
1: Yeah. Now you. It's funny you say that because you like you. I know you said you're from Miami and you know by way of Detroit, but you gave me Cali vibes immediately because I'm from LA. I was just like. I don't know if he's from LA or not, but if he ain't, he he's a good actor.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, cuz. Hell yeah, cuz. Hey, I still rock Dickies on stage. That's I rock Dickies but on the, stage.
1: Was, you remind me so much of like because like we from LA and like my family, my brothers, my uncles, my cousins. I'm just like, that look like fam on stage right now.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Shouts out to Ice Cube and Pimp C. We ain't wearing skinny jeans. We rocking. Rocking dickies, they still make clothes for men, that's what I'm Listen.
1: thinking. Yeah. <laughs> My mama used to hate that the one with the little uh, the little monkey on it.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> she was like, I'm so sick of your brother wearing that damn monkey suit. I said, Not a monkey, that's what's of The brand because I don't like the damn monkey, suit. yeah.
0: I'm telling oh, he
1: like it, so leave him
0: alone. <laughs> yeah,
1: would you be so funny? All right, so if the entertainment business was not your passion. What other career path do you think you would take?
0: Barbering, okay. The one that I do.
1: Yeah,
0: I do. I've been cutting hair since I was ten years old, and I get to talk to people. I get to practice all my jokes on these people. I get to be who I want to be and relax all day. That's 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 what it's been.
1: What you mean, relax all day? That shoe standing on your feet for twelve hours ain't relaxing.
0: But if it's what you like to do, you think LeBron be bored with playing basketball all day? He might. You might be. You might be. I don't. You I mean,
1: after a while, you get tired of the gym. You be like, "Look yeah, now, yeah. ball down. Let me get some of these investments cracking."
0: Eighty-two games a year. Yeah, it might have an effect, but I, I love cutting. It's always chill for me. I get to kick it with cool people. You know. Yeah. The whole vibe is cool.
1: That's what's up. I mean, I'm in the same industry, so I get it. That, yeah. but I, I didn't realize how taxing it was on the body. Cause yeah, standing in one and place. Can,
0: and I can fix all y'all shit. I be seeing y'all out here. With these crooked ass hairline. Now this dude then painted your hairline on and the shit is crooked. Now, if we going to do all that, you may as well just come see me. I'm yep. here for you.
1: You know, I got a question, a barber question. Why when they put them little like why do they do the little chalk outline? Like what the hell are they doing?
0: I'm gonna give you this. because like okay, if you got a if you give somebody a haircut and mm-hmm. what I do, I make sure that they scalp and face is clean when I okay. go to get my edge up. And if your clipper set right, it'll give a little ash mark because you're okay. like almost scratching to get the edge up in there. But it's not cutting, but it leaves a scratch mark. So that's like an ash mark because you didn't already wash the face off and everything. And it's just ash. And, you know, so people that don't understand that you're supposed to clean your surface off before you work on it. Okay. I feel like I can give the look of the ash by putting a white marker around it and then coming behind it and scraping it off. That's all they're doing. You got to be cutting long enough to know. So that's that's not, it's
1: not part of the barbering handbook. That's just some shit they made up.
0: That's some shit that somebody that does not have what they, they they don't know what to do. That's just other stuff. Like when you can't get an edge up straight and they start putting paint on your shit. (laughs) That's just because you don't have the skill to, Get that line straight you draw your own line say fuck it you go home and take a shower and find out what your shit really look like
1: look uh, look I, i'll never forget it. i made this barber feel so bad and i ain't mean to but he he messed up my nephew hair and he put the white outline i said what the fuck you doing outlining your mistakes nigga what is this shit i didn't yeah, understand
0: that's, it, that's <laughs> it right there that's it It do it every time
1: <laughs> well now that i know i'm like you better don't you do that to my nephew
0: And the key key is, if the haircut is low, just take a hot towel and rest it on their face and just wipe it down. That's going to get all the oil out and then take a blow dryer and blow it till it's dry. And that gives you the surface that you need to get a crisp outline without having to put a black line, then a white line. We're not doing lace fronts here, (laughs) (laughs) cuz.
1: Well, moving back to your Navy base. So did were you funny in the Navy, too? Did they did you have, like, an audience there?
0: Yes. Matter of fact, the people that was in the Navy with me, they're the ones that say, man, you should have been doing that shit. Mm. When I told them I was doing comedy because I was talk, I was was a, I was a bosa man. And that's like, you know, you talk a lot of trash and that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to get to that energy on stage. I'm just working through my material till I get to that point. But that's yeah. the energy I come from, definitely.
1: Do they do do you have any of people that you um worked with that's you know local that they can come support you?
0: A lot of them live in Atlanta, a lot of them do, and I haven't called. I haven't called a lot of people out for support because I'm still kind of building my material and you know trying to get all that fresh
1: yeah, before exactly. I start
0: having people come out. But yeah, they definitely wait.
1: No, I feel you my family same way, but like I see you doing, everybody know, but you why you don't invite us? And I'm like, I ain't gonna lie, cause some of y'all are in my set. So uh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be them tomorrow after I get up
0: today. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling
1: you. I'll tell you so. Speaking of writing, if you wrote a TV series today, what would it be about? And oh, what man. role would you give me?
0: Um, well, I'll write a TV series. It'd be a it'd be a, a, a family-based series about a kid that had cuz I got a I have a book series that I'm writing and it's basically about this guy little kid that has a barber but the, every time he comes to get his haircut every episode represents a haircut that he's telling his barber about an issue whether it be about peer pressure uh, drugs any type of thing that you would think the top 30 things that you would think a young black boy needs to know between the ages of 8 and 14 these yeah. topics are the most critical so every topic from uh, hygiene peer pressure friends sex drugs violence dealing with the police mm. you're gonna come and talk to your barber and i'm gonna be the person that's a barber that's gonna be giving a game and you are gonna be one of the mothers of you're gonna be little jay's mama every week you bring little jay up here and you're like i don't know what you're telling this kid but he a og on the block you know what i'm saying <laughs>
1: That's no for okay. real. Why you playing that? That don't that need to be more than a book series. That need to be a TV yeah. series. You know so how much yeah. out of that man. Come on. You
0: know, listen, yeah. you better do the damn thing. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, it's almost like a a, a new version of Fat Albert.
1: Mm. Okay. You
0: know what I'm saying now.
1: Would you ever think of speaking of Fat Albert? Would you think of do like a cartoon series, or would you want it to be like a real?
0: No, that's the idea. I'm in school right now for gra- uh, graphic design, so that I can. Because every time I try to talk to somebody to do the cartoon. Mm. Mm-hmm. They take my idea and I don't hear from them no more. So the best thing is to go to school to learn how to do animation, and I'm in school yeah. to learn how to do animation. From that, I'm yeah. planning on doing all my movies as cartoons. Okay. Yeah, that's that. That was my that was my Ooh, movie.
1: Like the Pixar joints. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I'm, I'm I'm here for voiceover. Thank you. Always.
0: Definitely. <laughs> I got a bunch of homies in comedy, garrett That's the perfect voiceover. But yeah, yeah that's all you, that's for real, you know, like you
1: for. Real, like, I, I know how to do graphics here and there. I'm not, but I ain't go to school for it. But yeah, no, definitely. That That's the one thing I will say. If I, if I get sick of waiting on people or I'm sick of people trying to steal my ideas, I just figure out how to do my damn self. So I ain't even mad at you.
0: Not that the world is finna hear what I just said. And here's my thing. I always feel like, yeah, you can tell somebody that idea and they can do it. But there is several ways that you can communicate the right thing to do. So I'm not so bad. I'm not so worried about somebody taking my idea because it's more than one way to deal with peer pressure. It's more than one way to deal with all those topics. But I think that the more versions of solutions for those situations, the better.
1: And there's always more way to copyright and, and trademark and all that, so that's right.
0: And this <laughs> this is a copyright right here for the for you folks that don't know. This is a copyright <laughs> moment right here. This is copyrighted as we speak that You're part Travis Mark. <laughs> i'm coming for my check listen i know that's right i'm gonna let you go platinum then i'm gonna come for my check
1: <laughs> that's how you do it wait till <laughs> everybody give me no like okay yeah remember that time when we did that yeah mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah
1: now who is your favorite person to make laugh is girlfriend your mama your cousin your who
0: um I would always say, if you can get you, your kids gonna laugh at everything you do, your girl not all of them, it, it, right? Because some of <laughs> them might turn around and start Rosio at. But <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say my dad. If my dad are laughing at my shit, I think it's funny because I ain't. That's the because that, in life that's I'm I'm speaking from an OG perspective. Okay, you know what I'm saying I'm 46 years old, so when I talk, that's like. What the fuck is going on here? Like, I just did a post on my page today. Like, fellas, we are not going to be outdone. I said, ladies, we are not going to be outdone with booty shorts this summer. I need sundresses. I need you to get this. There's more. We hear more about booty shorts and hoochie daddy shorts than we've heard about sundresses this year. Get active.
1: Well, I mean, because we need something to look at too. Now, I don't want my man in no in no uh, hoochie daddy shorts. But right. I mean, I, I want something to look at too. Y'all always be like, we, "We need sundresses. We need, but we need something to look at. I
0: still rock. I still rock my pro club shorts all the way down to the knee. Goddamn it, I'm not playing.
1: That's <laughs> listen. I ain't gonna lie. I've never dated nobody that wore hoochie. No, you wearing hoochie daddy, <laughs> nah, wear daddy shorts? You you don't want no way. That, I feel like you play for the other team. Like, come on. <laughs> and
0: then they be, and then the young boys be rolling their shorts down as if they not tight enough. Like, roll the top down. What are you doing? <laughs> right. What you trying to show people?
1: Man, it's a new generation. That's all I can say. <laughs> Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs.
0: I kind of come from that era, that area, that, that energy, rather. Yeah, that
1: energy. Now, what did you learn during the um, quarantine time? Because I know that was like a difficult time, especially us in being in the service industry. How did you stay motivated in the quarantine time?
0: Well, I was still cutting, but most importantly, I learned how to play 2K. <laughs> okay. Never, hadn't played video games in 30 years, I started playing 2K. And I got pretty good at two K. I can. That's all it is. I mean, everything. All, all I would do is come home, sit in the basement, play because I was only out of the shop for two and a half weeks. What? So you weren't scared? I was, I never wore a mask. I've never had a vaccine. I've never had a cold. I'm, I'm the great one. We don't get sick. Or none of that.
1: All right, now I'm, you better keep praying, stay prayed up, because to be the niggas that say that yeah. to be, be down and out the next day.
0: <laughs> Somebody told me weed the shit. I'm like, fuck it. I want to make sure I'm straight then.
1: Well, I like during the quarantine, I got you know busy working on my you know my craft as far as like the podcast and stuff. But I was on video games too. I like I'm I'm not like a video game person, you know, so to speak. But I was on them hard. I was what, what game you got? Let me play it because I ain't got nothing else to do.
0: Right. My COVID was only my literally my COVID was only two and a half weeks off, and I literally said I'm gonna sit down and chill because I was already going seven days a week, twelve hours a day at the shop. Okay. And then I was built all the way up, and then COVID, we was it was like, well, we just gonna go until they come close the door, right? To the sheriff come, so then we did that. And when they closed the door, we was cutting out the back door, and then the sheriff walked in the back door, like, we really? That's what we doing? Right. You better all be lucky
1: and get shut down. All, all right. right.
0: We went all sat down for two weeks, and then we crept back up in there, and it was back on. And then mm-hmm. it's like once that happened, we were the only ones cutting for like we was the only ones cutting for like three, four months. Yeah. So you know, I just was busy on top of busy on top of busy. So I never really took a COVID break.
1: I can't believe you weren't nervous. Like, like, come on, you don't know because, these little nasty people out here.
0: Well, I said to myself, I said, um, I always wanted to be a barber. Mm-hmm. If I died with during COVID as a barber, then i I did it. I won. <laughs> And once I survived it, I'm like, shit, I might try to find some more shit to do. It. And here
1: we are. <laughs> well, hey,
0: <laughs> it worked for you. Here we are. You know
1: what I'm saying? Out of it, man. I was so Because I was mad as hell. Cause like, when you, I, normally, I don't bother. I ain't going to lie. Like I'm one of them people, like, I like what I do. But I like to do it when I want to do it, not when I have to do it. Right. But, yeah, I, I was nervous. I don't want to. Uh-uh. I ain't want none of them heebie-jeebies. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, during the quarantine time, everybody was on that versus real hard. What was your favorite verses? And if you could pick any verses today that has not happened yet, who would you want to see in the verse? All
0: right. Well, I always said the favorite one was Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat. Okay. And that was my favorite one because those are my two favorite singers. You know what I'm saying? I was like, come on, Keith Sweat, 87, 11 years old. i phone boning, huh? And I was in New Edition. I was calling them niggas like, let me be Bobby Brown because so this nigga wanted to go his own way. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so them two. But I always said... Uh, Snoop Dogg and Jay Z, and I got Snoop Dogg over Jay Z.
1: Okay, now I ain't gonna lie. I'm a Jay Z fan, but not like that. Everybody be saying, "Oh, Jay Z," so he. I, but you like, know he
0: don't have more hits than Snoop.
1: At at all. That's what I'm saying. I would rock with Snoop Dogg too because I, I they both are dope artists. But I have not been a Jay Z fan. Like, like you know, Jay Z got like a tribe, like Beyonce. They got like a whole little. Colt and I'm like I mean he's straight but
0: <laughs> I'm like yo leave Beyonce at the crib and just bring your shit Jay Z and Snoop gonna bring his shit
1: that part that part well you know my favorite um so far has been I ain't gonna lie I'm an R&B head. like I like rap and hip hop or whatever my favorite so far was my era which is Brandy and Monica but if I had to pick one today I want to see Silk and Drew Hill go head to
0: head Silk and Drew Hill
1: yes Come on now, you know the,
0: that's the daddies versus the sons.
1: Yes, sure do. Sure do.
0: Oh yeah. All right, yeah. I, I mean, can- we already saw we already saw Jodeci versus Boys to Men all through the 90s.
1: But see, Jodeci is such a different I mean, if they just going in the same era, then cool. But Jodeci is not it don't even seem like they go with a boys to men as far as musically.
0: They were the I thought they were the opposites.
1: No, that's what I'm saying.
0: That'd be a perfect, but then Jagged Edge and Jodeci. or Jagged, even, Ed, Jagged Edge and 112. Didn't I thought they did do that? Oh, well, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a 112. I'm a, I can't even front, I like all them RB groups. I'm an RB dude, you know what I'm saying?
1: You should have been at uptown the other night. Uh, Q came out, Q from 112. He came out and um, did a little song or whatever. was dope. that's what's up. All right, name one of your favorite female comedians. Y'all always be talking about the dudes. What, what about a female?
0: I got a few. I like some more. Mm -hmm. I like some more. Um, I like your comedy. I think you funny as hell. I think you are underrated. you you just ready to get out there. I like your shit. I've been cracking (laughs) up when you do you. I like your comedy. You funny as hell. But some more, um, I like like Adele Givens. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know Monique could be a great piece of work if she... Just did her thing, cause I mean, Monique is still one of the funniest women out there, but she be on stage going at her personal shit, which is what comedy is. But it I works. think the science she need to drop the science on that shit. Um, yeah. There's a few of them. I like Erica Duchess. She funny as hell. That's Shout out to Erica uh, I like her, and she got a great room over there at the project. I like Vanessa Fractions. I've always liked her ever since the beginning when she was rolling around with. With uh, she was rolling with um, AJ Johnson and Red oh, Grand. Oh,
1: AJ, AJ, I know you're
0: talking, yeah, yeah. I like, I like uh, Vanessa. There's so many great female comics out there. Tiffany Haddish is hilarious. I read her book, great book, great comedy set. I like what she's doing in the comedy world for the young ladies. Mm-hmm. I like her energy. I like because again, you think about characters, yeah. Monique is a crazy ass uh, bougie auntie, you know right. What I'm saying? Then you got your ghetto auntie over here, and um, with Vanessa Fraction. But then you got your Sid Diddy auntie with some more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I just, I just like the energies. You know what I'm saying?
1: You know who I like too? That's one of my favorite female. I mean, I, all the people that you name are dope too. But my girl Dominique, that's my nigga right there. Baby, listen, that this helps me crying.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, Dominique. Then you got uh, Marlo out in um, California.
1: I don't think I know Marlo.
0: Sexy Marlowe, she lives here now. She okay. was on stage. We did a stage a couple weeks ago at the spot. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. What's up? Um, I, I like uh Ratchet Tracy. You ever heard of her?
1: She came to the spot with us.
0: Ratchet. I've Tr- never seen her
1: stuff, but I heard of her.
0: She's hilarious. And she's like, the thing about her is tonight, were you? Huh?
1: She came to she came to our controlled trauma thing one time, but I'll, you might have not been there. That yeah,
0: yeah, I was there that day, but I met her because yeah. she's from Texas. But I just like her energy. The fact mm-hmm. that she is in it, she ain't ratchet, Tracy. She yeah. just that's her character. That's a grown ass right. woman, but she just played ratchet, Tracy. And I just think that to be able to go into um, that area of your energy to become a character is the truth. Now, yeah. I explain that. And I talk about people like Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. You ever seen Robin Williams on stage, Morky Mindy? I
1: know who you're talking about, but I have not seen him on stage. This
0: guy is Tim and Sam Kennison are my two when it comes to energy, because Robin Harris is all over stage. He's this guy, then this guy, then this guy, then this guy, and then Sam Kennison to start off talking, and it just morphs into this green, this crazy yell when he talks these are just great energies and to be able to go from one dynamic to another is always entertaining and that shows the effort like 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 dc i'm flying and and Mm -hmm. chris tucker and these guys that that turn into these other people that's the beauty of it yeah now dc i
1: don't know if that's him him that's him that's (laughs) That's him
0: Batteries up. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, you know what I, I wanna see? That would be dope. You know how they always have them little um TV shows that have um, you know, the mother and father connection. If they could do a TV series with Senator the Entertainer as the dad and Dominique as the mama, Nick, you can't tell me that shit wouldn't be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause boy, listen, them niggas.
0: Dominique. <laughs> I like Dominique, yeah.
1: Oh man. All right. So what are no, I'm sorry, not what are what who is your favorite entrepreneur you I see want. it that's right candy kisses tv have new merch new merch alert shop CandyKissesTV.com. tv.com not only is candy kisses tv the dopest comedy podcast in the game right now but we have merch just in time for your vacations your parties, all that you gotta get your drip right so shop candy tv.com everybody shut up on me and shop candy kisses tv.com One more time, for dramatic effect, shop dot CandidKissesTV.com. If you're sitting here, and you're still looking, and you ain't clicked the button to CandidKissesTV.com, you're slipping and you're pimping, shop CandidKissesTV.com. I know I say one more time, but I was just playing. Listen, go ahead and shop it. And while you're over there, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel.
0: (laughs) Diddy. John Combs, you know, I know that that man has uh, you know a checkered past. So they say, they said this nigga's involved in all kind of wicked shit. Mm-hmm. Fine, maybe, right? And you know, I believe to be on his level of the game requires some fucking cutthroatness. Mm-hmm. But the nigga that Puff Daddy was in the beginning, running three-piece suit, taking out trash, cleaning bathrooms running up and down the street or hard to get lunch for this man in three piece running demos down the block just that hard charging multitasking never quit urgency was what, was as uh, well I was looking at it in the ninth grade yeah. and and then and then if I say anybody else I'll say Kanye cuz okay. Kanye was he was another one that was just a regular corny kid out of Chicago or wherever he from and he said, I'm gonna do it by making beats. Cause they didn't have no freaking talent. This nigga was dancing in Father MC videos, Moni Love videos. He was in Jodice. People thought the nigga was in Jodice. Yep. He was making this happen. He was making all this shit. He sold five million albums in his first couple of years. It was like, yo, that's the next level. And if you look at the man, he just won't stop. Now I don't judge anything outside of his, his portfolio. Right. I don't care. You can't, you know, you gotta be kind of weird to have all this shit going for you like that. You know well,
1: my favorite I'm, Diddy quote is: "Don't worry if I write
0: rhymes, I write checks." Period. And, he's, <laughs> and, and I mean, there are there's so many other ones, but you know, I'd be I'd be lying if I didn't fuck with um, I didn't fuck with Diddy like that because Diddy was the first one. Diddy was the one. I mean, because Dre was doing it, but Dre was getting kind of served up with Easy and them, and he didn't have his shit. But Diddy was undeniably yeah going to win. I'm going to fucking do it. What do you mean? What really? do you mean? So that is the reason why I still, that's why my name is Tate the Great One, because I still think I could do everything that I could ever do when I was 20. Well, and you can. So I and just feel like, yeah, so I, that's why I say Diddy, and I'm going to say Kanye close second. I'm not judging Kanye on his political stances because he's entitled to that. Right. All I'm saying is the man is a billionaire, and he started making beats in the basement.
1: I'm gonna tell you that Netflix special. It'd be, I don't care what you think about Kanye. If both that didn't inspire them. you, if that him him inspire him. you, him and Diddy, that's it. Oh, I ain't get to watch it. I'm gonna watch it today.
0: Yeah, so them them two. I like both of them.
1: <laughs> now, well, what are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer entrepreneur?
0: Um, be a dog.
1: Okay, why?
0: Be, be a motherfucking dog because. People like to project their fears onto you, Jeez. things that they're not capable of. They, man, you finna do, man, you finna do that shit? Fuck that. You can do anything. You know what I'm saying? And you might not have the support from your peers. And you have to be as much of a dog as it takes to be able to focus beyond that and mm-hmm. push yourself to that. And, and you know, you, you can't rely on a squad. You, Cause your squad gets tired, you gonna get tired. So you gotta be your own dog. So to me, I would just say, be a dog, because you can put you could be a dog in anything. Because you know, it's a it's a fight thing. It ain't the size of the fight at the dog. The dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. So yeah, that's a term I use. And um, you know, I have a foundation called the Uncle Kurt Foundation. Okay, Kurt, that's my nonprofit. The Uncle Kurt Foundation is basically an organization I started where I mentor young people on how to become entrepreneurs, how to take mm-hmm. things that they love and turn them into money-making situations that they can live off of. Nice. You know? So I encourage all young people to do that.
1: So you got a website or anything that you can tell them about how to get in touch with you by the nonprofit?
0: Uh, you can inbox me on my Instagram page. I'm working on a website. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been working in the field of my nonprofit, talking to going to schools you know um i write children's books So i go to school read my children's books and when you go talk to these kids in schools everybody want to be a football player and a basketball player well there ain't enough plumbers air conditioning technicians carpenters right. and stuff like that you can do all of that and do this shit. i got an hvac company i fix air conditioners i'm an electrician um i'm a plumber
1: that you the plug, come on now
0: I do all that shit. I went to school for this shit. You know, it was just a part of coming out of the military knowing that all I had was a high school education. So mm. they give you all this opportunity to go to school. You can go become a lawyer or you can go become a tool. So I said, I want to be an HVAC tech because everybody, family needs one. And when you go to HVAC school, they teach you all this other stuff too. Mm. So I got a company called Taste Professional Services, and we maintain air conditioning units all year. Um, furnaces, we do installs, repairs, all that shit. Websites for sure. And I and I'm building it, you know. I just <laughs> do it. You know what I'm saying? I
1: can, I can get you down with the website, but yes, we got to have that website so they know how to get in t- contact with you. Right. But I you I
0: can go to, to, to my Instagram page, <laughs> you can inbox me on my Instagram page and we can get it popping. Yeah. All
1: right. Now we are moving on to our segments. Our first one is Kiss or Disc you decide no name is celebrity questions you decide who you kiss and who you dissing alright we got Carrie Hilson or Lisa Ray who you kiss and who you dissing
0: I can, I gotta go with Lisa Ray I mean I love Carrie Hilson but I know Diamond mm. I gotta go with Lisa Ray okay I, yeah I like Lisa Ray I, right. I mean I wouldn't necessarily diss Carrie Hilson but I like Lisa Ray I like her style, you know what I'm saying? She, she, she's boujee though.
1: Yeah, she, you know she got your back. She'll swing on a nigga for you.
0: Right. Yeah, she just, all of her white, she bougie as hell, but she bought that light, you know what I'm saying? That
1: part. Yeah. All right, we got Jill Scott or Jasmine Sullivan. Who you kissing, who you dissing?
0: Jill Scott. I got to have you I've been liking Jill Scott ever since we took that walk in the park. <laughs> okay. Hey, Jill. I saw you <laughs> in James Brown movie, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she did good in that movie. He he had to do it like that, but he, she did good in that movie. Yeah. All right, we got Mary McLeod Bethune or Shirley Chisholm. Who you kissing? Who you dissing?
0: Do, do, do shots come with these kisses? <laughs> I think Shirley Chisholm taught me to death. But Mary, McLeod, <laughs> but Mary McLeod Bethune would write good love letters, so I'm going to go with Mary McLeod Bethune. <laughs>
1: All right. We are moving on to DAQ. That's just dumbass questions I want answers to. What was the worst job you ever had?
0: My very first job, which made me an entrepreneur. I want to thank my auntie for that. Young's Barbecue on East Mount Elliott, I mean, Mount Elliott and East Grand Boulevard in Detroit, Michigan. Mm -hmm. She had me working in an office. Now, this was back in 1991 where I was getting $4.25 an hour. I'll come over there. She'll have me clean the office space, which is vacuuming the floors and cleaning up everybody's stuff in the bathroom. Then she'll tell me to go in the back and pull up uh, 200 gallons of barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Then she'll have me go to the vacant lot across the street and have me cut the grass where I had to start it with the weed whacker first. like yack, yack, I had to whack it down to make sure there wasn't no bricks. So then I got to run that lawnmower through there. And then she'll tell me to go to, into the restaurant and clean out the truck. You know, the truck where they bring the frozen shit. And I'm doing all this shit. And then I got to clean out the grill and get all the shit they dropped down in the grill. So she was working me like a Hebrew slave. And then I was sitting on the ground at the bus stop looking at another pair of shoes that was worn out. Get on the bus. It was a cute girl sitting over there. But I smell like barbecue sauce. And I'm just like, I, I could cut. I really ain't got to be here. Mm-hmm. For them me for them seventy two dollars. I, I I ain't really got to be here for that. So that was my auntie that made me an entrepreneur. So thanks, auntie.
1: I know that's right. Like I'm, I'm gonna do some work. This just ain't gonna be that. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you could body slab anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be?
0: The command master chief at Sir Mac. When I was over there, that's a dude I was in the military with. Okay. Yeah, he was one of the he was one of the the oh he was the one of the he was the senior enlisted person there and we kinda had words and this motherfucker was drunk. And I was like, You been drinking and you talking shit to me? I said, all right, and he was only like five, two. Like you know my I, I said, but you know, because of the military, your rank structure has to keep, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, he he ain't hit me or nothing. It was just like I slapped the tape but him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I hope he's still alive because I am looking for you.
1: Right, so, oh, God. <laughs> oh, Look, God, it's all right. SmackDown, we're going to smacked up, nigga. That's what's going to
0: happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Name one song that you're embarrassed to admit that you like.
0: I won't sing it, but uh, When I See You by Fantasia. Oh, that's a good song. For you, I ain't supposed to be singing that shit. But I see you. I ain't gonna do that shit. But that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, you a body
1: on out. That's what you got.
0: Hard nigga, I'm hard, cuz for real, son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the worst name you would give a barbershop?
0: <sighs> Pushbacks. Or, or sprays on pushbacks. Uh, mm-hmm. The male makeup center. I mean... It, it, <laughs> what are we doing? You
1: know, i it the fuck-ups. That's what we're going to
0: call <laughs> <laughs> The name of my barbershop is Blend Master's Barbershop. That is... Well, Blend Master's Barbershop. That's what,
1: ah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> is there a website to that?
0: Yes, uh, my Instagram page is Tate Barbering, which is the letter T the number eight and the word barbering. Yeah. There
1: we go. We got that part. All right. Name three items you would purchase to make a cashier feel uncomfortable.
0: Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Can you hear this, woman? I can. Now, if I yell out, shut the fuck up, it's going to turn into a conversation. Then I'm going to be yelling over the top.
1: Just ignore
0: it. <laughs> but this is just how, this authenticity. Mm-hmm. You said three things to make a cashier, a ski mask, some duct tape, and a fake pistol.
1: Why would you do a fake
0: one? Because that means it's a, a holdup coming up, and I ain't trying to catch no real charges with it. <laughs> <laughs> you better hold them,
1: but I hope they don't know it's a fake one. That's
0: <laughs> it. Fake oh. pistol
1: we move on to gmg what grinds your gangster name one of your pet peeve
0: loud ass women just like the like the like the like the, the the uh people that they have no regard for time i mean i was in the military i'm 15 minutes early is on time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um that's as I far feel as I'm
1: Me out right now. I feel like you calling me, calling me out like because I was late today. It wasn't my fault. And then I am a little loud, but uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> And I will not go any further.
1: <laughs> I got a list. You blame Raheem Holt. I'm I'm putting it on blast. i on camera. Raheem Holt is your fault that I was late because you kept talking.
0: So that's what it is. <laughs> I got a bit where I start off. Little shit pissed me off, and I just go. I just go from there. Little shit pissed me off. Motherfuckers well, that you know what pissed me off people that drive slow in the fast lane Bad. people that pace motherfuckers on the freeway you sit next to somebody you somebody you got a funeral behind you lady move over
1: yep <laughs> they be getting on my, and then they no. this is what i hate when they ride in your bumper and they do all this stuff to get around you to get around you and y'all at the same red light you be like nigga for what
0: all that <laughs> yeah get over
1: we are moving on to Opera That Thing At. Now this is a fan phrase but this is where you are picking any song that you know at least one full verse to and you're going to sing it in your best opera voice. It could be rap, R&B, theme song, TV, whatever.
0: Okay. Creeping down the black street on these I got my glock cock Cause niggas won't (laughs) be. No, soon as I said it, Seems I got sweated by some nigga in a tech nine, Trying to take mine. You wanna make noise, make noise. I make a phone call, my niggas coming like the Gotti boys. Body being found on green leaf, Laying with their heads cut off. Motherfucker, I'm drunk. So listen to the play-by-play.
1: Okay. Okay, <laughs> i do that too. I heard a little night dog riffing there. Well, yeah. last but not least, we have our game, Sing-A-Doo. Now, Sing-A-Doo is a family-friendly game. Me and my homeboy DJ All-Star created over the quarantine. It is a music game, and all you're doing is singing the melody of the song, but you can only use the word do. We have different genres. We got hip-hop, R&B, greatest hits, pop, billboard hits, country rock, Sing do favorites, old school TV themes, and party and dances. So I'm going to start. I'm going to do I'm gonna do R&B and hip-hop, because that's what I know. And then um, you're going to guess what I'm singing. And then I'm going to let you try some. You ready? All right. Do, 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 Ready?
0: Huh? Is that Dre Day?
1: It's Dre, but that's not the call
0: uh, uh, right, uh, uh. Ride, let me ride.
1: No, dang.
0: Um, uh, great uh, day,
1: nigga. Come on, you know this. I know you know this. You got the artist,
0: huh? There we go. All
1: right, next one. Uh,
0: I named every song on the damn album, but go ahead.
1: This one is oh, do 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 do. Dude, dude,
0: dude,
1: dude, dude. There we go. Uh, What's the name of t- the song?
0: Down to the next game. just kick kid. There we go. Just kick it.
1: All right, this one you better know. It's easy as hell. There we go. All right, let me find out you're the singing new champion and thing. Okay. So I'm gonna hold up the card to the camera, and once you pick a song that you know, let me know, and I'm gonna put it down. I'm gonna try to guess. It. If I need to move the card, just let me know.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. All right. Uh, do 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 do
1: do do. Take it to the house. That's right. Oh shit! Okay.
0: You do with the do's. I right. got it. Do 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 do
1: do 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 do
0: do 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 do, 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 do. Do. Mr. Ed.
1: Uh, Beverly Hillbillies.
0: Bam! That's it.
1: All right, All right. All right. last one. <laughs> uh, wait
0: a minute. Let's see. Damn. Uh, I don't know what that one is again. What was that? <laughs> Let me see that card again. Let me see that card again. Okay. I got it. I got it. I just want to see which one I was going to get. Let's say. All right. Okay. I got one. Okay. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Do, do, Oh, rock the boat. Easy work. Come
1: on now. Easy this- work. Next time we do our, because we got a singer do game show on YouTube as well. It's a YouTube slash singer do game. Next um, time we do another episode, you got to be my partner because you think You know what I'm saying?
0: Damn right. Damn right.
1: Well, that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. Please let them know how to find you again. If you got any shows coming up, if you're selling merchandise, if they need a haircut, let them know how to get to
0: Now, you can find me on our Instagram at uh, Tate the Great One, that's T A D A G R eighty one. My barber page on Instagram is uh, Tate Barbering, T A Barbering. Now you get the word T A is in most of my shit because that's my last name. But yeah, Tate Barbering is my Instagram page. I got a podcast called Tate Barbering Presents Chop It Up on all streaming sites, and it's basically an audio. And I just drop a lot of game on. It's really a hidden treasure for my great great grandkids to find and, and get to know who I am. Uh, other than that, I'm doing comedy all over Atlanta. So I'm trying to hit every room. So you can see me at the spot, Cash Cafe, uh, the Projects, Crew. Uh, which one did I just do? Laugh a Library, uh, Blue Lagoon, uh, Azul, Zari Lounge. And uh, I'm working on getting some stuff over here by Stonecrest, getting me a room over here and shit. But, you know, I'm trying Uptown. On Sundays, you see us at the control of trauma, but we're just trying to. I'm just out here on the ground trying to get my material down. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, when you go to these open mics, these are comedians trying to master their material. Don't think that they won't roast the shit out of your ass. That part. We're not <laughs> not funny. We're just working on new shit. <laughs> but we got some shit in the chamber, just in case you want to start some shit. goddammit. it. It's
1: all good. I
0: really appreciate you bringing me on your show.
1: Well, I appreciate Did you have fun. That's the definite definitely.
0: thing. Man, I can't yeah, definitely I had a great time.
1: Well yeah. good. well I will see you in these comedy streets. If I'll I come tonight, I'll see you tonight.
0: We'll do it. Have a great well, day.
1: See you next Peace. time. What singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey yo, what singer do? What singer do? Hey, cool. What singer do, cool? Sing a do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card oh, using only the no. word do. Do same genre. do what do 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 You got your family and they need you
0: there. But I try to
1: resist being last on your list. But no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at (laughs) singadood.com.